good morning to you. Welcome in. We're coming to you live from Wildlands here at the heart of my call. If you want to pop in and say hello to us this morning, we'd love to do so. And today's programme will be done by Anne Dunn, Ian Burke and Nisha Matthew. They have a lovely story to tell us. And we'll be looking at education here in my Cullen. We'll be looking at history and arts and Walter McDonough and Hazel Morrison join us there. We'll also be looking at some of the issues and problems, greenways, bypass, and indeed uh, those that are helping those less well off in the community as well. We're looking at sport on today's programme, the Irish language. Uh, we have the uh, City Tribune headlines and more between now and 12 midday. Comment lines are open on 086 It's a Friday. A very good morning to you. Very good morning to you. Welcome into today's programme. That number again is 086 We also have a giveaway in association with Aran Island Ferries. We give you a chance to win and head there. Uh, we are coming to you from Wylands on our Community Matters programmes as we make our way around the city and the county. And I'm joined in the studio by Anne Dunn, Ian Burke and Nisha Matthew. And Anne Burke is... Uh, Anne Burke, says I. Did I say that Anne Dunn? <laughs> <laughs> Pull straight into that there. Anne Dunn uh, of White Gables uh, fame. Is, is it true you're 32 years in the village? Yeah. Yes, good morning, Keith. All 32 years all the way. All yes. the way from Kerry to my colleague. Yes, absolutely. And the changes we've had. We were just saying and talking off, off here there how well the village is looking when you come into it. Uh, but in 32 years, you've seen significant changes, as has Kevin. Absolutely. I mean, when you think back to when we started, people said, are you mad? But you know what? Everybody has to be a little bit mad to do something. But it's just great to have been part of the journey. And it's amazing and wonderful to drive into the village now and to see the growth and to see the whole change and the whole positivity. I'm so excited about it all, really. But you, at the very beginning, you drove this from the minute you arrived in the village. That's why I call you Mrs. McCullen. But from the minute you came into the village, you started driving the village. Do you think? Well, thank you. Um, yeah, you we did, lots yeah. of, we had great community and still have, but at the very start, it was very much the small centre of the village. We had the kinds across the road and the Leonards and all great memories and the O'Connors in, in the pharmacy. So we started that way and then it just grew, but grew beautifully, I think, and st- with still a great sense of community. Organically, it grew. Absolutely, absolutely. That's the new word, the new buzzword. The new buzzword, is. organically. And then COVID came <laughs> and yourself and Kevin and the crew, you pivoted, so you did. Completely, and had to change things up. And again, it great, gave us great opportunities and it's still giving us great opportunities. And as I say, it's all a great growth process and it's lovely to be part of, of the village that is actually just growing, growing so well. There's some great characters in the village. Mm-hmm. You've lost some great characters, mm-hmm. some great characters. Mm-hmm. The bypass is going to make a difference and you made the point earlier on to Ian uh, that the way the road is now currently, it's opened up the lake, Ballycourt Lake. Oh God, lake. it's beautiful. It I, think, I think the whole village, I think we look very fancy actually. <laughs> very sort of fancy and posh and great and it's really, really good. It lifts the whole place. As Paul Fowler from Fowler's once told me, a rising tide lifts all boats so we'll all rise together. Yeah, but it is beautiful. It I is mean, beautiful, it is beautiful. stunning. Is it going to make a difference to the trade for the traders in, t- in the village? Initially it will. It will initially. As in a loss or, or Well, it, I suppose it'll be a bit of a challenge at the start. It will be a loss because people won't be passing through and we will lose a lot of our passing trade. But we're established enough and it's up to us to establish ourselves more just to let people know that we're here. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm not worried about it now. 20 years ago, I would have been worried. Now I'm not. Yeah. No. Well, it should be, make a difference. Absolutely. And as coming on at a pace, I must say, to be commended mm. for 
the work that yes, they're doing here. Yeah, it's a bit scary. Are we ready? But we'll be ready, you know? You will be we'll ready. We'll be ready, yeah. of course we will. And again, there's been new houses come into yeah, the village that yeah. brings a whole new tranche of people. There's yeah. new apartments coming yeah. in, further housing coming in, another supermarket coming in. Yeah. A huge investment by Cavanaugh. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's amazing. It really is. You know, it's lovely when, in, when working in the shop and young couples come in and say, oh, we've just moved to the village and it's great. So you're very welcome and you know we're here and it's, it's, um, it's lovely to see it. But that's yeah. a genuine welcome that you give oh, them. Oh, gotcha. Isn't it great? It is, yeah. Will you stay with me? Because I want to go to uh, Nisha Matthew. Nisha, you came here in uh, 2016. Yeah, we came down in 2016, oh, right? Well, you're a little bit in there, um, yeah. yeah. and um, the village is really good, actually. Even before, we used to visit um, in Moikulan because my brother-in-law used to live in here. So we know the, the life of village living. And then uh, we were living in Dublin, so we can make the difference uh, between uh, the city life and the village life and it's so a great place to live with the kids and um, very nice place with the family and yeah. There's a lot of your community living here that work locally. You work yes. in the hospital so you do. Yeah there is loads now. Uh, when we moved in there was only few uh, Indians we can count uh, but now there is m- maybe around 30-40 families. Uh, there's some of them working in the, um, the nursing homes and uh, some of them working in the Galway University Hospital, Merlin Park hospitals. So it's a nice place from the uh, from my colleagues. The feedback is really very uh, good. Actually, they like the place is really good. And, and this is the new the new community coming in. Yeah. Absolutely, it's great. It really yeah. is, you know. And which it's, is important. It's very important. I mean, and to look after, you know, we, we actually. Um, you, you guys come and get lots of cakes from us. We love sweet <laughs> things. They're always ordering cakes. Yes, the sweeter yeah, the yeah. better, I tell you. And the names are amazing, of course. When we have I to know, write the names on the, the cakes, names. it's like, my God. Yeah, yeah. But it's great. Yeah. yeah, it is. But I know your colleague, Namisha, I think she's working in the hospital, which you know as well. Yeah, A very she's talented young lady. Yeah. Uh, all very young. Um, yeah. And, and all, I mean, a lot of in the nursing um the nursing industry, industry. Yeah, 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 there is, yeah, so many, many from, uh, mostly everybody from nursing industry and healthcare uh, working uh, related, actually, yeah. So a very large Indian community yeah, here. Yeah, it's then. a big, large Indian community. It's growing now, actually, comparing from the time when we came in and now the, uh, in 2023, it's the, the number is really big, actually. Is it? Yeah. And then there's young family and young children, they're going to school. Yeah, yeah. And they're part of it. Yes. And they're in the GAA. Yeah, they are. They are part of the uh, GAA and sports. And my kids, they are going for the kickboxing. And then my um, elder two girls and my brother-in-law's two girls going for kickboxing. They are really good in that few years now. Yeah. You want to be careful, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one thing. Are, yeah. the, are the kids around there? Because we could do with keeping him quiet for a little while uh, later on. But yeah. you see, that's into the community, though, again. Yes, isn't yeah, it? yeah. Really? And you work in the intensive care unit? No, I'm working in theatre, actually. Theatre? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought you were in intensive care. I said, I hope I don't meet you professionally. But <laughs> intensive yeah. care. And yeah, well done to you, though, in the theatre. Yeah. And you're enjoying it? Oh, I am, really, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, it's a really nice place to work, and um, it's really, uh, yeah, I like it, actually. It's for many years I am doing that so okay um, we have to go to a comedian <laughs> I'd yeah. love the two girls to yeah I know um, I met this young man Ian Burke and uh, I would have gone to school with his uncle I'd know his father who's a great horseman and I would know his two aunts as well how in the name of God did you get into comedy Ian Burke um, honestly I have no idea <laughs> it's just well, if you can't I... tell me I can't tell you how did it happen <laughs> it was something I'd always wanted to do for years and I 
thing is like it's terrifying to get into so for about four and a half years I was writing comedy telling myself I'm going to try it do an open mic and for four and a half years I'd get scared and wouldn't do it and eventually just got to the point where I was like just do it what have you got to lose (laughs) and you started in 2019 did 2019 um, it's really rough when you begin so like the first six months are awful like you're maybe getting one gig a month trying to work your way up and then by the second half of 2019 things really started swinging and by the start of 2020 things were going amazing and then it all stopped and what did you do during covid at first it was like you, you know moving to online trying to do online gigs but that's that not easy that's torture soul destroying <laughs> soul destroying i think for the first month or two i did them and after that i went you know what i don't care how long it is i'm gonna wait because if I keep doing these, I'm going to give up stand-up because, honestly, God, you know, it's hard enough to do it on a stage, but when you're just doing it in your room on a mic and you can't even, like, you know, there's a delay between the audience and... Yeah. Nah, it was yeah. just not worth it. I was ta- I forget what comedian I was talking to and he was doing it from his uh, his box room and his girlfriend was in bed next door snoring and he just said, hang on a second, this is not what I want to be doing at one o'clock in the morning. But it's, it's, it's just, it was, yeah. And is it good to you now? Yeah, no, it kind of. I felt like when I, when COVID ended, it felt like I was starting from scratch again. But you know, over the last year, I've kind of worked it up a lot. You know, I got to do all together now, Electric Picnic, you know, Galway Comedy Festival, a lot of big festivals in there. So it's kind of really got to a point now. Okay, so this is the father in me, the parent in me. Are you making money? Um, I would say I'm not making a loss at this point. Okay, uh, you know, oftentimes you know, like I'll get paid, but you know, sometimes you're just breaking even. Sometimes yeah. the bigger gigs, you'll you'll get money, but you know, I still have to work while doing that on the side until I get to the point And what are you working at? I work in Harvey Norman. Oh, good on you. <laughs> a, good, a, good, a good employer, yeah. Oh, they're lovely. Like, But it's, it's tough trying to do both. You know, you'll work half nine to six and then hop in your car and drive to Cork, do a set, and then hop in the car and drive home and be at work the next day for half nine again. So Yeah, that's, that's tough going, yeah. Yeah. But you're young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, if your father is younger than me, you, if I do the biological test here, I'm, I'm afraid you're, you're uh, quite a young man, so you're... And just the investment in wildlands here. Now, we're sitting in... Actually, I'm at home here, sir, so, because we're in the creche area. Uh, what is it called? It's got a, so Ambalia Bjog. Ambalia Bjog, yeah. <laughs> but it's for children. Cute. Isn't it beautiful, yeah, it is, though? Yeah, it's very, very cute. Isn't it? Cute. But the whole complex, I mean, the whole thing is such an, an amazing addition to my Cullen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And again, it's at a very, very high level. And this is where I think um, the village is at. It's, it's, at, it's very smart and it, it, everything is very, very well looked after. Mm. And it's important that we continue that, that we keep our level high so that we're a, a really cool place to visit. But the quality here, did you see, yeah. Ian, or, or yeah. did, did you see the, the um, log cabins out yeah, here? Stunning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, stunning. yeah, stunning. Yeah, stunning. Yeah, I think you have to spend a weekend in one of them, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they're absolutely stunning niches out there. Yeah. They're, and they're finished. And, and the beauty of them is they're not pre-built. No, they're built yeah. by local carpenters yeah. here in my colour. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really good, and as I say, it's a, it's a marvelous addition. Really, um, it, it just brings more people. Yeah. But well, we're sitting in a, in the middle of a street with the guard the station here. We've got the yeah. corner shop here uh, and, with the post office here. And inside in the guard the station, just be careful, Ian. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a guard the uniform and hats. Can we get him a hat there? Can we try it on? And the guard the uniform hats the whole lot in there, and 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 there's even a cell. 
if you, be, if you misbehave, yeah. there you go. Ah, look at that. I don't know. Isn't it, hasn't he made? Oh, yeah. Oh, you'd, you'd pass, actually. Very well. You know what's so funny? It's like my 22-year-old brother has just passed the uh, Gar the Physical. Oh, that's <laughs> and that's making me feel so incredibly... <laughs> well, we have an imposter here. His first job is to start out the imposter who's heading to Harvey Norman should be there by half past nine. Uh, well done to uh, well done to you. It's, it looks, doesn't it look well on him now? Maybe I'll be part of your new gig. Actually. Do you make money being a guard or <laughs> <laughs> you ask your brother? <laughs> Listen, we're going to leave it at that. And thanks for joining us. Right. This welcome. is huge investment. It is uh, here in um, uh, my calling. Ian Burke, we wish you well. Come in again another morning. Talk to this young fella here. Nisha, great to have you in your community and uh, thank you for all the work that you've done. I've worked thank closely you. with them down over the last eight years. Uh, so well done to you and the community as well. So that's Anne Dunn, Ian Burke and Nisha Matthew. Let's take a short commercial break live from Wylands and we're back with Emer Davitt, Julianne De Bruyne and, and some children <laughs> from school. We're, uh, see, ye comedians don't know when to clap. Really. <laughs> I was on it though. <laughs> take a short break. We're back just after these. Galway Talks in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning I Irish Rangers in store and online at tesco.ie. Now, a very good morning. It's a beautiful morning here in my Cullen, so it is, and we're joined by some um, Ranga Six children from Skull Wurra, Skull Yabalian Nua, Skull Coleman in uh, Turini, and Skull Vrija in Tullycain. Which one of you is from Turini? You're near to me. I'll have to find out. the genetics of you, so will in a moment. And we're also joined by Emer Davitt, who joins me, and Julianne De Bruyne, who's put a lot of work into this programme as well. Uh, Julianne, good morning to you. How are you today? Good morning, and I'd also like to welcome Skullwera, which I'm representing oh, as well. We have, we're the biggest school in the village. We have three I? times the amount of children, and we have two girls, lovely girls, representing Skullwera. Forgive me. As well, that's all right. We're going to go to them straight away. You you wouldn't want to fall, would you? I'd fall out with Julianne, <laughs> would you? Emer Davitt, morning to you. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm going to pull you in a little bit there, but I'm I'm going to just uh, talk to you uh, first off about, um, uh, there is no secondary school here, is there, in um, my God? There isn't, actually. What are we talking about? No, there isn't. And my children attend School of Alianu, so our children have to go to into Clash and or over to Spiddle. Um, and the rest of the students all go into school. So we have over 600 students leaving the village every morning on buses. And it's really unfortunate. We really need to have our own secondary school that's, you know, for the context that we are, that we, we may maybe even a shrug that you could have some of the some of the classes through Gaelge and then the rest of the classes through English. It's really miss. That's the main thing that's missing in our village. At but the I thought there was a plan to bring a secondary school when Sean Kine was um, chief whip. I thought there was. So Sean Kine went to uh, the Doyle last year or the previous year and asked this question to the Minister of Education and and we're, we were told at the time that because there are um, places in Spittle and in Inver. That that's that in in Ravon, that's our catchment area. But as we know, most of the students within my Cullen don't attend a Gaeltacht school, don't get their formal education, a primary education through Irish, and so they all attend English-speaking schools. They go to um, Ochtrard or into town, and so for those students, there is nothing within the catchment area at all for them. And for our students, we could have students from from all across my Cullen. We have two buses now: one coming from Ochtrard and one coming from the whole catchment area from up to, from Lockwell all the way down to Tullycoyne collecting students bringing them to Ballyanoo and they all either have to go to Spiddle or into town and it's very unfortunate but I know and Donald give out to me for mentioning traffic but I mean this morning traffic coming out because of the road works and once the bypass is open it'll be fine but that's a tremendous amount of um, students leaving 
the environs of the village and if you take even the environmental impact on that if there's a school here and they opted even half of them to come here sure would that not save an awful lot of money on petrol and buses and cars and Absolutely, in our pocket. I know that the buses were free this year, but they won't be free next no. year. And that'll be five to six hundred euro out of my pocket. Uh, per child? Uh, per, no, for the three children to get on the bus in the, in the morning. But if you come down here at quarter to eight in the morning, 20 to eight, the, the village is packed with cars dropping kids to buses, kids standing out in the rain because we don't even have a bus shelter for them. And um, they're wet before they even get on the bus. And then they have to sit in the bus for a half an hour, 40 minutes. Minutes, sometimes even longer, depending on the traffic, and it's really not adequate for our for our teenagers at the moment. But you see, the Department of Education um, are using algorithms, so they're saying there's spaces in Uchtarard, there's spaces in uh, on Spitzer. Well, there's no spaces in Uchtarard anymore. There isn't in Sopons. No, no, that's, no there's that's now what, a list. So yeah. now there's so they're saying uh, on Spitzer, which is a fine school, and mm-hmm. Trina is a fine principal out there, and and that. But you need a school in the village. Absolutely, yes. So take away the algorithms, Department of Education, and produce a school. Yeah, and even just for for our own for our own cultural mix and for the students, the, the kids themselves to, to to know each other and you know f- as we grow up, like we're going to see, I think with the the, the huge increase of housing, we're going to ha- see a lot more social issues coming into the village because we don't have adequate facilities, we don't have a basketball court, we don't have anything for teenagers. It, from, from June onwards, they'll just be hanging around the corners because there isn't a cafe for them, there isn't a, a, a youth club for them, there isn't anywhere for them to go. And it's, it's really unfortunate that our county councillors aren't doing more to push this and to try and get, one, a school and, and two, more facilities for our teenagers, our young teacher, teenagers in particular. But, 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 Emer, it's a very valid point that you're making that has to be listened to. Yeah. I really hope so. There's no point in people not listening to it uh, from there. Julianne, um, I know you're in the education sphere as well, Skullvura. Biggest school, we have to say that again, (laughs) as soon as I forgot you earlier on. Uh, But you've been embedded in the community. You grew up in the community. I did, and I went to Skullvura myself, and um, then I migrated to Baileachaclia, to Dublin, to college, and I taught there for a while, and then I came back. I was fortunate to get a job in Skullvura. I've been uh, teaching in Skullvura since 2001, and I was fortunate to work between the four schools as um, a learning support teacher for for two years and then I went back into the classroom and now I'm back as a learning support teacher but I do see such a change in the community and all for the best but again we're struggling with facilities we're waiting for our new school building school where and um, hopefully that'll come about it's actually going to be on the same site we're in currently pray tell how are you going to run Um, a school it's, uh, it'll Even be a Emer lot of juggling. Yeah, one, it'll oh, be yeah. a lot of juggling, but um, I believe we'll just have to put the best face forward and do it. Um, we've had, a, um, you know, we've temporary accommodation at the moment, and we're going to utilise that. And we also have, um, we also have a, our, our own school build, so they'll work around us, and will we just they? have. Oh, they will. Yeah. They'll have to. So well, why, why don't you just knock kind of Michael's house there in the car park and build <laughs> a temporary <laughs> there? Yeah, yeah. But if we knock the that, house and that, and just that could be a whole. That could be a whole different. Uh, <laughs> the whole different uh, radio show on that, but um, and we could we could go seven stories up, but just temporary yeah. accommodation. I'm yeah. sure he can move into the yeah. bishop's palace, <laughs> so he can with Bishop Brendan Kelly. The two yeah, of them, yeah, we have we have a lot of good um, projects on um, currently in the school, looking at sustainability. And one that we're working on is Carbio, and uh, through this this actually coming together with other teachers here today, we're going to utilise this networking day to um, work together as a community to um, pr- um, show 
showed the great profile that we have in the community and, and living on the edge of Carup, the Carup. Mm. And we also are involved um, in the St. Patrick's Day Parade next week is on. It's starting at 2pm and we're welcoming Don't everybody. Be at him. <laughs> welcoming everybody in the community to come to that. It's a great alternative to the big parade in Galway City. Mm. And we're working on, um, on Bradham Fasa, which is the Salmon of Knowledge at the moment. And we're try- we'll have our own schools of children there, pardon the pun, yeah. are, are, and um, it's a great community effort because we've been, we've really been um, finding it difficult to get back to n- the new norm after, you know, the pandemic wow. and whatnot, and it's great to actually have the chance to work in, uh, as a community again in the community. Stay with me if you don't mind. I want to go to uh, John, who's with um, some young people, five young people indeed, and uh, they are from Skull Wurras, they're from Skull Balianua, Skull Coleman, uh, Turini, Skull Regia, and... Um, John, who have you got with you, do you know, today? I'm going to start off with Skull Worry here. I'm looking at the uniforms. I'm joined by Ella first. Ella, how are you? I'm, I'm great. How are you? Very good. You might just talk to us about Skull Worry and only say good things now because Mrs. De Bruyne is looking at us here. What's your favourite thing about Skull Worry? Well, I like how the teachers are very nice and kind. They're very outgoing and they made us who we are today. And in terms of uh, the facilities and stuff like that in Skull Worry, what's your, your favourite thing about, I suppose, going to school here in, in Moycullen Village, the heart of Moycullen? Well, I just really like our school in general because everybody's just so nice and sometimes it's actually fun to learn new things because they don't make it very boring. Absolutely. I'm also joined from the school by Lauren. Lauren, you look familiar. I think I, I was talking to you before when I was, uh, it was the build-up for the uh, semi-finals there in Moycullen, weren't it? Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk to us about um, your favourite thing. I think you were very, um, you had a lot of links to the, the Moycullen team, hadn't you? Yeah. Um, my granddad and yeah. <laughs> Very good, yeah. Uh, talk to us though about school. What's your favourite thing about it? Um, well, I really like the PE hall because it's big enough and we get to have like lots of PE and yeah, it's really fun. And to a long gale gone freshen. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, now we'll move on here. We're joined by Amber. Amber, tell us what school you're from. Uh, Torini. And you have uh, something written out here for us, do you? Uh, yeah. Um, we have a really strong sense of community in School Coleman Torini. Everyone looks out for one another and because we are a smaller school, we know each other really well and some of us have even been together since we were really small, as Torini Montessori is attached to our school. We are very lucky because we get to mix with all the other classes every day. Great. And this man here thinks he, he might know someone. Does, does anyone know Keith from, from your family? Uh, no. <laughs> You're out of luck there, Keith. It's okay, yeah. I'm not going, I'm not going for election this year. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined now by Grace. Grace, what school are you from? I'm from Tullycoyne National School. And tell us about Tullycoyne. It's a lovely school. I think it might be the smallest, actually. It's very, we're very small. We only have 70 students, but I love how small it is because everyone knows each other. Everyone's so welcoming and kind to each other, and it's a great sense of community in the school. Mm. And there must be a great sense of um, I suppose bonds and, and camaraderie there as well. Yes, definitely. Like I have so many great friends that I can just talk to about anything. And what's your favourite memory from Tully Kynes school so far? I think, honestly, all of my eight years there have been amazing. But sixth class, I feel like, you know, when you're younger, you're like, oh, school's so boring. But I've really learned to appreciate it really this year because I've just, it's my last year and I really want to enjoy it. And it's just such an amazing school. I just love it. Great. We're also joined by Maya here. Maya, you might just talk to us uh, about your school. Um, my school is an all-Irish school called Skull Bolanua. 
Um, it's very small. We've only around 80 students, so everyone knows everyone, and it's very welcoming. August ta sour gael gagat. Ta yeah. Inish tum piece biog fui in school. Um, ta she um hui mo yado August mo wam August mo uh draher unchin August ta um ta she on like uh uh ta she on shan um August ta alon dini um a be a relatives unchin um ta she digal unchin arisht. Agus tá tú sin a sástán. Um, Tommy, yeah. Intercafad, Rash, Hogat, Keith. Gormagat, John, and um, Imran, coming back to you there because isn't it great to hear young? You're talking about education. We're talking about a school and that, uh, Imran David. Um, but to hear uh, the young people there and so positive, isn't it lovely? Oh yeah, it's intercafad, yeah. And you know, schooling I think has really changed. Primary and secondary school so much more welcoming now, and much more child-centered and child-focused. You know, the, the students are learning what they want to learn and they want to develop. And you can really see it in the girls there. They're also confident and well able to talk and well able to express themselves. And and you know that's what you want. You, you yeah. don't really care about the the, the nitty gritty at the end of the you day. Don't you care want about scores on the, on the no, no, absolutely. You want them to be happy happy, confident students at, uh, uh, when they leave us. Finally, Julianne, just coming back to yourself there, I mean, so you were born, bred and reared, um, like my childhood, I spent all my childhood in and around, not this field here, but the village um, as, as we know it, and moved into just down the road 28 years ago. Uh, but there is that sense of community. You know, we're on the periphery of my column, but yeah. it's our village. We're, in, we're neither, um, I suppose, we're neither in the country nor the city. We have that beautiful blend of both. And we have, um, we've always had a lot of um, different people coming to the village and enhancing the outlook of the village, giving us new ideas. Yeah. And we've always been open to change. And that's one thing that is beautiful about my Cullen, that we're a fabulous community for adapting to change. We've, we've, not always been looked uh, favourably for for grants and whatnot, but we've always had great sense of community that have been able to rally around and to create the wonderful community that we have. But there is, this, I mean, there's been a number of tragedies here over the years, and once there's a tragedy in any village, I suppose, but in my colour, and the the community rally around and I'm Absolutely. thinking I'm thinking of the Cox family today so yeah I'm yes. thinking of the, the young man who died when he was abroad and had to come home mm -hmm. friend of our sons I'm thinking of those people and when there's a tragedy in the in the village the people just rally rally around them which yeah. is it's a real mehel approach which Absolutely. I love or Scott Akela Warren Nadini and definitely in my Cullen you cannot fault the people for their generosity of spirit their kindness I know in my own father passed away everybody yeah. was so kind to us they really looked out for us there was meals provided for months um, people were always ringing us up looking to see how we were doing yeah. bringing us out and really caring for us and that still continues yeah. even though we've changed the face of the community has changed we're still such a strong community and we're we're very good at um, embracing our new the, yeah. the new Irish and really bringing them to the forefront of the community. Absolutely. Well, John, John your dad died too young like that, and that was yeah. sudden. 
shouldn't it's have. How many years ago is that? That's coming up to 10 years, the 17th of April. Years? Yeah, and he's with us every step of the way. Absolutely. He'd be very proud of me today now. We used to have, I don't know if anybody knows this, we used to have radio a radio station. station. Keith, you, you yeah. spun your first discs there and you were, you were um, kind of one of the founding DJs there and it's just very, benefit, or very befitting that I'm here today talking to you about that. Uh, he was a lovely man. Give my regards to mom as I well. And um, Emer Davitt, thank you for joining us. You might stay in contact with us about secondary school. We'll throw a, um, a question into the Department of Education and see from there. Absolutely. Uh, we'll put it into the press office. Now, don't hold your breath. <laughs> uh, but we'll throw it in. And again, the likes of Sean Kine and, and others uh, will, should be in a position to help us on this one. Yeah. Let's take a short commercial break. We're looking at the history, by the way, uh, of um, Mike Cullen as well. Uh, coming up, Walter McDonough joins us, Hazel Morrison. And Arlene Cook joins us. And she is going to try and teach um, John Morley a little bit of dancing from the Arlene Cook Dance Academy. So that and more to come between now and 10 o'clock. 9.41 is a beautiful Friday morning. Don't know what the weather is like outside, but in here it's gorgeous. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Click and collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you. So that gives me 10 minutes. A very good morning to you. Welcome into the programme. Uh, we're with you right through until uh, 12 midday. I'm joined uh, here in studio by Walter McDonough, who's a historian. Hazel Morrison, who I would class as being a very good historian as well. And Arlene Cook. I'm going to go to you, Hazel, and then over to Walter. Uh, you've been involved for a... You were born, bred and reared in the village. Oh, right on the crossroads. On the crossroads. How's yep, mum doing? Bread. Mum's doing fine. Yeah, she? she's doing fine. She's probably listening in this morning. Is she behaving herself? Oh, never does. Well, she, <laughs> never that's, what does. I, that's what I like about her. When, when did you take such a keen interest in um, history here? Because you've been doing an audio, you've been putting a huge amount of work into it. Yes, yeah, so I suppose it stemmed from some years ago uh, when my Colin Heritage had uh, erected a memorial at the Orisillon to the uh, past members of my Colin who had served in previous wars or uh, on service with the United Nations and they contacted me because some of my family had, my dad's brothers had been involved in the war. So I was actually away at the time, so uh, when I was away they said, well next time you're around come to the next meeting. So that's, oh, several years ago now, so I'm still there uh, and got so involved with it that I've actually gone on to do a master's now in local history. So uh, I'll be tearing off after this to put my head back in the books because... Uh, Are you still doing the master's in Athlone, isn't it, you're doing it? Limerick. Limerick, excuse Limerick, me, sorry. Through, through UL, I knew so it was outside Galway, yeah. deadline but coming doing, up shortly. But you're doing that for quite a few years now. Yes, I had to take a break in the middle because uh, uh, on, a, on a history outing I broke a leg. <laughs> So it kept me out of action okay, for a little was while. The, was it the outing or was it the antics after the outing? <laughs> I didn't even get on the bus to get there. <laughs> uh, but and you, but you have cre- you've you've a lot of audio, so you have of older people. Yeah, Walter actually has been heavily involved in the in Walter, the. Walter, morning uh, to you as well. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? Thanks for joining. So, and do you work together or do you work? Uh, s- uh, yes, we have a small committee of about twelve dedicated people. Small committee of twelve. <laughs> uh, well, that's, that's us. That's my Colin Harris. People think we're more than that, and, and one of our best members is actually. In, San Jose in California, Brian O'Halloran. Get away. With my current connections. Which O'Halloran is he now? It'd be a connection with Kiligula. Kiligula, yeah. yeah. Get away, yeah, so yeah. he'd be related and to Jimmy or those? Probably. Oh, he's, yeah. I, you know, we have a, a DNA project in my Colin at the moment, and oh he's God. probably got the most extensive matches on the DNA project. And we have Melda Cribben, who's a, a Hardney stock from Clonif yeah. in, in, in Melbourne. Okay. So it's hard to. We, we, and they're, actually, all part, it, they're all part of your committee? Zoom actually helped to get us outside my column. We, we, we became, we became uh, 
international, and we've Lady Mary O'Shea in New York as well. So we're fairly international. Good on you. Yeah. And again, but there is there's massive history. I mean, we've spoken before, but the, the two of you and yeah. me separately, yeah. Yeah. and spoke about where my calling came from and the church, the old church, and and uh, you know it's, it's and the O'Flaherty's and yeah, it's you know, the, a lot of blood spilt as well. The O'Flaherty's and the O'Hardens and. So you've got a bit of history, yeah. That, that's not in the last couple of years now. That's a few years ago. <laughs> don't, don't revisit the war. They're still not fighting, maybe. <laughs> at the, cross, at the crossroads, yeah. 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 But that, you're going back, how far back historically are you going there? About 800 years or more, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, actually, even further back, we go back to the Tuha de Danon, actually. Where the, the myth is that that's how my calling got its name, when uh, uh, Ilan uh, murdered Mac, uh, Man MacLear. The Isle of Man would be associated yeah. with him. So, and that's around Legon. There was a big stone in Legon for years where, where he's supposed to have fallen. And another story is that he spilled so much blood that it created Loch Horrib. <laughs> which was Loch Horrib in one time. I, 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 my God. And, uh, we have a great history, yeah. You have a great history. And actually, when they were doing the uh, bypass, uh, Jerry O'Sullivan actually had written a book about it. They discovered a lot of implements going back to early settlers. Really? Yeah, I think in the old days... People settled by lakes and by rivers, and because there was water, there was no roads, and fish and there was no roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were talking about that a few weeks ago. I mean, back then people could fish or eels or otherwise. I mean, it was very hard in those. We're going back a couple of hundred years now. Yeah. It was very hard to get food. There was, yeah. there was no animals, no nothing. That's right. And even a lot of the monasteries around Connemara would be right out in the edge. Where yeah. again, they came by boat from places. You know. Yeah. But one of our most exciting projects at the moment, as you're, you're familiar with, my Colin Boggs, which is really from. Uh, Tony Brocky out as far as Limonina between my colon and Spit. Yeah. But it's sitting there really doing nothing as such. It's a heritage area. But we've, we're going to launch a heritage trail which will bring you from my colon to Turinley, back by the Barnagov course through Sean Reefog, up through Nakarasar, up past Lockwell, up through Drumvyog, Drumkong, and back to my colon. You won't be doing that walking now, so it's about you twenty-six kilometres. So yeah, I you, you might need a horse or pony. You have to drive it. <laughs> yeah, you will. And Hazel, I mean, you. So you've been involved for a long time on this one. It's, uh, but it must be lovely to to have grown up here, and then to be in, so in, immersed in the history of it now. Well, the one thing about when I got involved with my Colin Heritage, I realised that you know every day throws up something new, and despite the fact I've lived here all my life, yeah. I'm still learning. Uh, so queries and questions that come into my Cullen Heritage on a daily basis are just amazing and it's helping us to, to learn more about our area and our people really. Mm. You'll get queries about, you know, what does the meaning of a certain road, uh, where did it get its name? Um, people will say, well, I have something in my field and I don't know what it is and could you come and have a look? Um, and if we've had occasions where we've been on our bellies sliding in tiny little crevices <laughs> trying to, to discover yeah. uh, and well, figure is, out what areas that, are. Isn't that what research is all about though? It is, yeah, and yeah. it's a real learning curve for us. Mm. I mean, we have, I mean, even that experience now of uh, witnessing firsthand a sweat house, which, you know, whilst there's, I suppose, Leitrim is the area in Ireland where there's more sweat houses, but, you know, to have What's one here... What's a sweat house? Uh, well, in this day and age, if you got ill, you'd go to a doctor. Uh, way, way back in the 1600s, 1700s, uh, it was like house. a stone. Yeah, it was like an outdoor sauna. Yeah. Um, it's like a stone igloo, for wow. the want wow. of a better word. And they'd pack it out with stone or with um, turf and uh, wood, heat up the stones, scrape wow. out the ash, and then 
take your clothes off and in you went and sweated <laughs> out whatever ailment oh, you had. Yeah, Simple way of doing it. Well, yeah. I think actually the cure was more, probably worse than the illness. Absolutely. But, uh, <laughs> Listen, I think the two you know more about my family than I know about my family, but um, we, we'll get to that another day. But there's so much history here, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, today. Thank you. Good luck with the Masters and um, keep in contact with us, Walter. And right. when you're launching that, um, is it the book you're going to launch? It's, on it was the, first, it's a map board, which we'll have in the village, and then brochures. And we, yeah, we launch it in the next few months, hopefully, yeah. Give us a call when you, when, call, when yeah. you get that done. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get off now and get that master's done, it's time you box that out now. <laughs> it's gone on for about three <laughs> years, <you>. isn't it? <laughs> Don't be picking on me. You're big enough to pick on me at times, so yeah. Anyway, let me go to our next guest, Arlene Cook. And you're a dance, an Irish dance instructor, and you're based here in the village with the Arlene Cook uh, Dance Academy. You have some very talented people. Sorry? You have some very talented people with you. Oh, I do. I have some lovely dancers. Yeah, the future champions, future world champions. I have dancing for me. And I know it's gone through a fairly traumatic period to Irish dancing and that, but um, they're coming out the other end. Is there st still good interest from young people when it comes to Irish dancing? Well, there definitely is. In my colon, I have 160 dancers dancing with me. I teach 10 classes a week and I'll be starting an 11th class after Easter. Ten classes a week? Ten classes a week. 160. Where, where are you Cullen. based? So mostly I'm in Orsillon in my Cullen. Mm -hmm. So the kids all come in after school. And that's um, Wednesday to Friday. And then on a Monday afternoon, I'm up in Torini School. On Tuesday, I'm in Uchtharard. And on Tuesdays after Easter, I'll be starting in Tully Kine School. Oh, so. you. She's putting up the miles, that's so how she is. You really yeah. are. And have you had some good successes already? Oh, great successes, yeah. So it's not just with um, competitions. My kids like to do little performances as well. So we've done the Festa Strage. We've um, danced down in the nursing home. We've um, done... We're really looking forward to... The next one is the St. Patrick's Day Parade. So the kids will literally, literally be dancing through the crossroads of Cullen. Wow. So that's the one they all look forward to. They feel like little celebrities in my column with, with the crowds cheering for them and they mm. doing their one, two, threes through the village. Uh, and would you know a world champion if you saw a world champion? Oh, well, you're looking at one here. And <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not first place. I got eighth place in the world, but I didn't Could get I, first. Yeah. <laughs> Still an achievement. So. Where did you come in the world championships? I know, this was 16 hand. We, we came first, all right. I'm not sure if there was much competition, though. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So I asked, off air I asked Arlene, would you teach him a few steps? So there's nothing he can do, including walking on water. So there isn't. Yeah. And, and he says to me, well, I'm a world-class champion myself, so I am. So we might have to test that in Turini next Tuesday. Oh, know? we will. Yeah, I'll, yeah, send, I'll yeah. send him out to you next Tuesday. Well, if he can walk, he can dance. <laughs> Was that the way it is? Yeah, or? yeah. If you can put one foot in front of the other, you'll be able to dance. I'm having difficulty so. doing that. Never mind the dancing, for God's sake. You see, see Hazel, you're, you'll catch up on me yet, you know. Do you know that? You'll catch up on me from there. Uh, listen, thank you for joining us. And if you want to get further details on uh, Arlene Cook, you can do so. Um, by, you have a website? Um, it's Facebook page, Arlene Cook Academy of Irish Dance. Or you can contact Orsillon and they have all the details there. All right. And if you want to find more about Walter McDonough, you won't find him in the local pubs or otherwise. But Hazel Morrison, you know where she is and you know where her mother is. And you can contact her as well. Or else you can do, is it... Um, just uh, my Cullen Heritage? Yeah, uh, Galway, or mycullen.galwaycommunityheritage.org. Give me that again now. Mycullen.galwaycommunityheritage.org. And that's because we're 
well supported by our lovely uh, heritage officer in County Galway, Marie Mannion. And uh, it's kind of a sub, the Galway Community Heritage is kind of a, a project sponsored by um, uh, the National Museum. So Good. ICANN is the the umbrella group there. All right, and Marie is a wonderful um, officer, I have to say. Listen, guys, thanks for joining us uh, today. Now, ye, if you want to enter this competition, you can do so. You just have to bribe uh, John Morley altogether. Uh, we're giving you a chance to win because the Iron Island Ferries are celebrating 40 years in business uh, since 1983. There's a 90-minute cruise to Inishmore uh, from Galway City, recommencing on the 7th of April, and an exciting mini-break for locals and tourists indeed. So today you can win either tickets to go from Rossaville uh, to any of the islands any time of the year, or you can win a ferry ticket for two uh, from Galway City Docks to Inishmore and the Cliffs of Moher Cruise uh, on the way back and that runs from April to September. At the end of week prize which is today you could be winning yourself an overnight stay in Ord Aina Bed and Breakfast on Inishmore as well. We ask you a very simple question and today's simple question is uh, which of the islands is the middle island? Now that'll check test you so it will. Which of the islands is the middle island? What you do straight away is you text us uh, to our text number on 08638 33553 0863833553 do so straight away and be in with a chance uh, to win that wonderful uh, prize today. We'll be picking that winner just after the 10 o'clock news and then we'll be picking the overall winner after the 11 o'clock news when we're talking sport here from Community Matters. We're coming to you live today from Wildlands here which is a beautiful facility. Uh, we're in their little kids street here uh, I'm in, I'm in a, me element here so I'm playing with all the little toys and uh, if you want to come down and say hello you can do so there's tea and coffee and that here with us now then let's head towards the Galway BFM news desk for the 10 o'clock news and uh, we'll join you just after that and just after the news by the way we'll be joined by Shane Curran and Michael Hegarty Pat Collins joins us, John Power and Edie Malloy and much more, stay tuned for that and more to come though on today's programme comment lines on 091 770077 the 086 number is there for texts and WhatsApp as well. Talk to you soon. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie.